Welcome. Thanks for tuning in to The Good Nurse Outlook, a podcast about life from a nurse's point of view. But if you're not a nurse, that's okay too. Not only will I discuss things nursing and healthcare related, but everyday matters as well. Honestly, the topics are endless. I'm your host, Nurse Naj. Let's get into it. Hey, welcome to episode one of The Good Nurse Outlook. My name is Naja. I am currently a ER nurse. I say currently, which I don't even know why, because I'm currently, like, right now, not working at all. I am home. I've been off since, it's been like a month and a week, which brings me to this video, Travel Nursing. Is it worth it? Brief history of myself. This year makes three years of me being an emergency room nurse. I started emergency room travel nursing back in December of 2020 during COVID. The reason why I left my job, I just wasn't happy. I wasn't really too satisfied with like the way things were going and the way people were treating me. It was very clicky. And although I was part of the clique, sometimes I just felt like I just I didn't get along with certain things. And although I was a part of the clique, I would also like be helpful with other nurses. And I just tried to get along with everyone to the best of my ability. I felt like the hospital I was at, you saw a lot of atypical cases especially considering the population of patients that they did see in the community that they served. Because once I started traveling, I have not seen cases like the one at my starter hospital. There was just a lot going on. I, those people, honestly, I'm not gonna lie, they probably watching this podcast right now. So I'ma just sip my tea, keep it cute, keep it classy. I wanted something new. I felt like I wanted to experience other things. and. I'm gonna be real. I didn't. I wasn't appreciated. Period. Period. Point blank. That's it. <laughs> I didn't even want to quit. I was like actually trying to stay there, and I kept going to management with my complaints. But then I seemed like the nurse that was complaining, and it was just like unfairness from certain people and certain behaviors, and even like night managers would see it, and then when they would bring it to the manager on the day shift, uh, like they're, hey, do you know that Naja was here till ten o'clock? Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, like she received a patient. They didn't get vitals. Da, 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 da. She stayed late, made sure everything was done. And then like it was just like kind of whatever dismissed. So anyway, wow. So much for me keeping that short. <laughs> started during the pandemic. Very nervous when I first started traveling because I was only in the ER for 10 months. But during the pandemic, it kind of like prepared you for so much like you wouldn't normally see. The contract that I did start it was not I don't want to say it was easier but like they had ratios I came from a hospital where I felt like when you have no ratios it was kind of like sink or swim do what you got to do so prior to me becoming an RN I was a CNA for 10 years last May I graduated with my adult gerontology primary care nurse practitioner that was fun currently my title is unemployed (laughs) but I do plan on getting a contract soon I'll probably just like do a few podcast episodes and start looking for work. I'm not really in a rush to get back to work because, um, I mean, if you can be home and you don't have to work, why rush to get back to work? In this episode, I'm going to be talking about travel nursing and is this still worth it? And of course, my opinion is yes, it is still worth it. But the certain topics that I will hit, 
what is a travel nurse, how to land a contract, what to expect when you do have a contract, housing, pay, and of course the pros and cons. During COVID, like 2020, yeah, you could easily make like 10K or better. Right now, those rates are gone down because of course COVID has gone down, but there's still some good rates out there like uh, 3,300 to 4,600, 5,100 I've been seeing. Also, there's a strike going on in New York. I don't plan on participating in that. They're striking because the work situation is unsafe patient ratio is unsafe many other reasons so i feel like i wouldn't want to even though i have experience and they're offering to pay x amount an hour i'm like no i'm not gonna go there i believe nurses do need ratios because it can become very unsafe and if something happens to the patient no one is blamed but the nurse i respect those nurses kudos hats off to you guys because change there will trickle down and make change everywhere but yeah so what is a travel nurse a travel nurse is an experienced nurse with an associate's degree or a bachelor's a bachelor's is usually preferred especially if you're trying to go to a magnet or a trauma level one hospital and they usually prefer you to have one year of experience in the specialty of course during covid that wasn't the case but now it's kind of getting back to normal so expect to have a year. Travel nurse is there to fill a need. Nursing shortage, high patient ratios. The benefit for the facility is that they don't have to cover your benefits. You're available short notice and they don't need to train you. You can travel locally or you can travel in your state or out of state. For a year and a half, I did a lot of local contracts. And then over the summer, I did go to New York. Had a great experience there, but it was night shift and I'm a day shift nurse. So that was different. The girls were great. It looks like the movies. I can tell you that that type of nurse. I always tell people there was one time I came in and there was a code going on and there was three codes going on and the nurses were running the codes and I love that I was like this is my home like and then the doctor would like jump in because it was literally three codes going on so the doctor would just like go to different codes like he was like hopping around I felt like he was like oh where are we at now and the nurse is like this was it he's like all right keep going around no, no, no. Where are we at? What epi are we on? And in my mind, I'm like, wow, this is this is like the movies. <laughs> you can travel in your state or out of your state. I think it's very good uh, when you can travel in your state. I know nurses that were in New York and they were only like 10 minutes away. Not even. And they're making travel money still in New Jersey. They're like, no, you need to be 50 miles plus like they 40 miles. Nope. 30 miles. Nope. Like 50 plus miles. So whatever, I guess that's travel nursing. But, you know, like there's so many shortages everywhere and like 10 miles, come on, cut it out. Some contracts, they vary from six to eight weeks and they can be 13 weeks or longer, depending. I always recommend do a 13 week contract, see how you like it. Uh, you don't want to do anything. I mean, I guess you can do a short contract. Y'all, I'm so nosy because it's the middle of the day and I'm wondering why people are walking around. Anyway, I always recommend do a 13 contract. Don't do anything longer. I wouldn't recommend it just because like one, the rates may change. And two, like what if you don't even like the environment, the facility, the culture, like you stuck there. Believe it or not, it is cheaper to hire an agency nurse than to train a new nurse or to pay staff overtime. To train a nurse is cost time and it's money. Like that's the most important thing is the money. According to an article by Cron, employment cost is increasing. Marketing for the job, onboarding, paid training, paid preceptor, the bonus money that they offer you to come on. Then they have to provide you health insurance, retirement. And then after that, the RN still may leave, which leaves the hospital have to reimburse them unused vacation time, 
And this whole dance can range between twenty to $60,000, depending on the location, position, and facility. So how to land a contract. There are sites such as Indeed, Aya, Nomad, Fast Staff, Vivian, Nightingale, White Glove, just to name a few. There's also Facebook groups, and you can also search in the Facebook group, like by specialty, preferred day, even preferred rates. Like, I don't know. I think that's pretty brave, but I saw this post recently. The girl was like, I don't even know if it was boy or girl. I didn't look, but the person was like, day shift, telemetry, three shifts, 4,000 or higher. And I was like... And she was like, serious inquiries only. Girl, get to the bag, queen. Like, do what you got to do. Or king. I don't know. I, I didn't look again. Many agencies do provide medical, dental, vision, insurance. And a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people believe that, oh, I'm afraid to leave my job because I won't have benefits. Honestly, sometimes it's better to buy your own benefits anyways and then be a travel nurse and have time off and not have to pretend I never said that. They also get 401k investments, sign-on bonus, completions, referral bonuses. They reimburse you for your license. Some places, like, um, I had a friend who wanted to get a Cali license, and her agency paid for that. Like, that's nice. And then they also give liability insurance, disability insurance, and workers' comp. So that's pretty cool. And 24-7 support. So do your research. Housing. There's sites such as Furnish Finder, Hello Landing, Airbnb, Extended Stay Hotels, Facebook housing pages for nurses, and apartments.com for short-term lease. Some housing options are shared, which can be with opposite sex, and y'all could be working different shifts. <laughs> Some housing options are shared housing, and it could be with the opposite sex, and you guys can be working different shifts, and you have to share common spaces, which isn't good for someone who loves privacy. You also have to share dishes and stuff like that, and I don't like that. Mm -mm. Um, <laughs> I traveled to, I did like a travel contract, and I brought my own pots, pans, and air fryer. Let me tell you, I love my air fryer. But anyways, some housings will do video tours, but with the housing, you always want to check the reviews. Make sure that they have local amenities near you, and if you aren't driving, that they are walking distance, or maybe even like the Uber is not too priced. Never pay up front when you're looking for housing. Never pay with cash because you wanna have a trail and never pay without looking at the scenery and the place. Uh, some agencies will use your stipend to cover your housing, but to maximize financially for yourself, it'll be better to find your own housing. A stipend is just tax-free money. So normally nurses get paid an hourly rate and then they get paid a stipend rate, but the stipend rate is not taxed at all. So your tax on your hourly rate and the tax stipend, the tax-free rate, is what you take home. So many people prefer to have a lower hourly rate and a higher stipend tax-free because that's what they pocket. I had an agency who didn't offer a stipend, but they covered my meals and they offered to stay. And honestly, it was very short notice. I think the contract I applied and had to start next week, so I wouldn't even have time to look for a place so I was like okay whatever and it was like extended stay free breakfast to size pool the amenities oh my gosh I would have just spent all my money there because everything was available local it was it was given luxury lifestyle for real although there was no weekly stipend they did give meal compensation so you get like six hundred dollars a week for meals and like what single person working on the night shift sleeping all day what you gonna do with $600 a week for food? You're gonna save it, okay? You're gonna save it and you're gonna keep your rate. Oh, another thing, my hourly rate was pretty high, 
and I had guaranteed overtime. So it worked out well for me. So let's get into the pay. As of January 2nd, 2023, happy new year, by the way, the average annual pay for RN travel nurse in the United States is $118,400 a year. And I imagine that's like if you're working all the time, like with no break. Me, I ain't seeing that because I'd be working on, I'd be, y'all, I'm from the South, by the way. Like I've been in Jersey for a nice hot minute, but I'm still from the South. So you might hear a little, little country ghetto Ebonics come out every now and then. Just, just don't worry about it. So like me, I'm not touching that unless I really try to like get to the grind, but I really don't be trying to grind. I am happy with my quiet, subtle lifestyle. ZipRecruiter is also seeing annual salaries as high as $189,500 and as low as $63,000. And that's yearly. I'm sorry, but I know staff nurses that get paid more than $63,000. So I really don't know. I'm probably in that range right now because I haven't really worked much. <laughs> but like if you're really working hard and you grinding on this travel lifestyle, you up in the 200s, queen. I know you are like or king like I know you up there you up there don't worry so let's talk about what makes your pay high number one specialty according to a recent nursing article 44 of the highest paying travel nursing jobs in 2023 are number one telemetry I did not see that coming girl I gotta stop looking I gotta get some blackout curtains over here because the way I look out this window is the shame so number one is telemetry I didn't see that coming but I also specialize in telemetry, so I might need to get to the bag, honey, because when I tell you where ER is, I am ashamed. Number two is cardiac ICU. Number three is OB nursing. Number four is cardiac cath nursing. Number five is pediatric ER. No. Uh, number, what is this? One, two, three, four, five. Number six is step down. Number seven is neonatal ICU and ICU. And number eight is LND. And then ER made 21 on the list. Like, but I can understand. ER is a wonderful place to work. I, I'm, I'm just going to make a video on ER nursing and what it's like and the wonders of it and why it's so exciting. Specialty is the number one factor that determines your pay. And then there's shift in location. Destination areas are not going to be ideal to optimize your income. Evenings and night shifts, usually they... I'm going to say right now, they're not offering any difference in rates that I'm seeing because all the day shifts are gone. So it's only night shifts that's opening up or that people are, you know, hiring for. And from a few agencies that I've been in communication with, they're telling me there's no difference. Number three, your recruiter matters. They'll be the ones fighting for you to get the higher salary. If your recruiter makes you feel like just another number, get another one. What does that mean? If he acting up, get another one if that one ain't acting right get another one that one messing up get two <laughs> don't be shy to let your recruiter know that you're trying to secure the bag i mean optimize your income you're not fooling no one when you became a travel nurse like yeah it's nice to take time off and to see other places etc but ultimately why do many people do most things to secure the bag be upfront and open with them hey i'm trying to get this can you give me this if they can't get it get another one i got five of them or more if I go online right now and I see something that's high, they're my new recruiter. Like, <laughs> that's it. It's a business. So just want to bring this out there. It doesn't matter how long you've been a nurse, right? So a nurse of one year, travel nursing, and a nurse of 10 years, same same pay. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you can get a, a recruiter that like will fight for you if you got 10 years and you got all these certificates, et cetera. But most of the time, 
recently what I've been seeing, I might be wrong, and if I am, just let me know. But recently what I've been seeing is they don't care. The qualifications are BLS, ACLS. Now, if you got your CN and you're a da 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 okay, thank you. Thank you for your service. Like, I don't I don't see them. Unless you're staff, I know they reward staff for getting your CN and different things like that. But if you don't have all those extra NIHSS, all those extra certificates, it's not really going to six months, 10 years. Gosh, y'all, I don't say six months. One year, 10 years same pay you can't get a recruiter that could like up you up but who knows from what i'm seeing i haven't been everywhere i ride this east coast i ride this east coast out maybe i'll go to west coast one day we'll see so you have a contract what to expect the pros the cons the need to know so for travel nursing you want to read your contract you want to make sure that you look at agreed time off hourly rate stipend your contract end date and your uniform color i know that seems so crazy but one time i got to a contract and I was just like last minute. So they had some, I don't even know what color that was, but I don't even have that color. So I just went, bought two uniforms and was like, I'll just clean them and rotate them or whatever. Cause it was just 13 week contract. But then I went there and I was wearing blue, black scrubs. They didn't care. They just wanted me to be there. They was just happy I was there. But try to wear the uniform colors because on day shift, I'm sure I wouldn't slide, but I was working night shift and people were barely even noticing me. You need to know on your contract, who do you call? If you have an issue at the facility because since you're a contract worker you're not reaching out to their hr their facility there i mean you can't talk to their manager but most of the time they don't want to hear what you got to say because you're not staff bring that up with your agency like i'm sorry it gets real out here you can bring it to the management hey i feel like um you know amanda she's just been giving me the heavier assignments okay we'll be sure to talk to her and then amanda and her are like is she crazy she knows she's a traveler right Amanda's like, girl, I try to tell her, but she ain't, she ain't listen, child, she ain't listen. Be aware of any cancellation fees. And if you end your contract early, just know that you can be blacklisted. And if you are doing local contracts, that is like the craziest thing. Why would you want to burn bridges? I don't, I don't understand. Like people know nursing is big, but it's small. Let me tell you that. So be nice, be kind, gracefully leave a place. Don't be showing your butt, okay? If it's a big organization too, and you on that do not list, you already out of six hospitals. And you want to be local? So the pros of traveling, see nice weather, sightsee, enjoy hobbies, enjoy different cultures, have a different lifestyle, and get paid well. You also get your health insurance, reimbursement, uniforms, meals, licenses, a 401k. And you also get to network. You get to learn from other travel nurses from different facilities. That was like a favorite thing of mine. I love that. I learned so much from other nurses because it made me a stronger nurse. I feel like if I would have stayed staff, my assessment skills, they were pretty good because I read a lot beforehand and I was watching a lot of videos, doing different things just to, you know, perfect the craft. And it's just like learning different ways, different tools, working with different doctors, different consulting doctors, and just like, you know, being exposed to different personalities and different shortcuts, safe shortcuts, of course, but just like a different way to do things. I really love that. Another pro is that you get to avoid the politics of being staffed. You don't have to go to the meetings, the in-services, penalties such as write-ups. The most they can do, well, I mean, this is pretty severe. They could end your contract. That kind of would suck, especially if you pay for your housing or whatever. They could just not renew you at the end of your contract. 
I feel like when you are not a part of the politics, you get to focus more on patient care and you also avoid burnout and compassion fatigue. Sometimes management can work staff into the ground, honey. And it's like when you're staff, that's probably the reason why I don't leave my med surge job because like I love those girls. I love the facility. I love the floor. I mean, it can get like a little ghetto, but you know, as long as you got like a good team supporting you behind you and you know, it's like a very family type of thing. I think that's what keeps staff at hospitals and not want to leave because you lose that bond. When you're a traveler, you're kind of just, hey, wh where can I help? Happy to be here. All smiles. And then, you know, at the end of the day, that's it. You ain't got to see them no more. Da -da -da -da. And that's good for somebody that like have commitment issues for myself out like that my next pro you get a no strings attached lifestyle flexibility with schedule you don't need to request time off or and have fear of denial um, make deals or look for switches i think that's the worst like managers like no we can't approve your time off but you can find somebody to switch with you who gonna want to switch with you like it's so hard to find people to switch with that was like that always stressed me out being staff and another pro you don't have to leave your home you can travel locally, pay off debts, home, your car, create a retirement, spend time with your family. Very nice. I had Christmas off. I had New Year's off. I had Thanksgiving off. That's why I say I'm being that lower percentile with those travel nurses. Like I was, I got to the bag 2020, 2021 and earlier 2022. Once summer hit, I did like a few vacations. I went ghost on social media for a little bit and I just kind of like just stayed out the way. It's the best. So some con. The con is that your contract can be canceled and you may have to float. They may not always give you your desired schedule, like block days or no weekends. However, if it's in your contract, they have to give it to you. Not all nurses will like you, especially the staff. I usually bond with other travelers just off of that. One time I tried to help a nurse. She wasn't in the room, but she got a really sick patient. And the doctor was screaming, where's the nurse? Where's the nurse? I had no idea where the nurse was because I was on the other side. The rooms are like across from each other. So she had like five rooms and I had the five rooms and I heard the, the doctor screaming, where's the nurse? So I just ran over. I grabbed two 18s, two 20s because it was a septic patient and I was starting to do the line and the nurse comes in, the staff nurse comes in with her colleague and I don't need help. I'm right here. I was next door. And she starts screaming at the doctor and then she towards me. I got it. I got it. Okay. Well. I just love everything at the bedside. Lo and behold, she did not have it. She could not get the IV stick. And I kept hearing the doctor scream, we need a line, get the IO. I know many nurses that love IOs. I do not like IOs. I don't like putting them in. I don't like taking them out. I don't like none of it. I just, the drilling and the bones and the, mm -mm, uh-uh. But that's besides the point. She couldn't get the line. I ended up going, got the line, got the blood and left. And, you know, she had her little attitude all day and I took care of my patients and I went home. But yeah, you know, sometimes they're not going to like you. And you know what? What does it matter to you? Because you don't even know them and they don't know you either. When you're working in tight environments like um, emergency department, you always going to need your colleagues no matter what. Like you, there's no real beefing in the emergency department because even if you don't like someone, the patient always comes first and nurses that end up not clicking with each other, whatever, y'all go through a traumatic experience together and y'all be drinking at the bar after work and bringing in Starbucks for each other the next week. It really be like that. Emergency room is some trauma nursing, man. Another con is that you may be homesick because you don't know anyone and you don't have any paid time off, but you make enough money to save for the time that you do want off. It's hard to maintain a gym, diet, lifestyle routine, especially if you're leaving 
the state because then you got to find another gym then you got to make sure you have the tools you need to make your healthy meals and you know you don't want to be spending your meals on like organic stuff at some fancy restaurant i don't really know i'm not gonna pick the funk i'm working on my diet this year not that i have a bad diet another con is that there's different environments once you get comfortable it's time to go and the rates also fluctuate depending on specialty location and demand and these are just some nurse fyis you can change your agency after a contract and still work at the same facility some places require 30 day minimum but if they like you they will make it two weeks also some agencies will help you get an out-of-state and compact license for travel although some contracts will let you work while your license is processing some will even say any state license is okay or like no state license required no new york state license required as far as your certificates and credentials they aren't really needed unless you're a specialty nurse the biggest tip i could give you on this podcast is to have a folder for all your travel credentials keep a folder that says travel rn documents something on the lines of travel rn documents so i have my bls my acls my tncc my nhis as uh, my compact license my state license my new york license whatever i have is all in there and then i like to put the expiration date like so it'll be like acls 01 2023 so then when i go to that folder i'm like well i gotta renew this None of my stuff is expired though, because I got all the free time in the world when I'm not working. Some strong characteristics to be a successful travel nurse is to have expertise in your field. Be confident to know that like you can handle the sickest patient on the floor. Me, I feel like I can handle the sickest patient on the floor, but I also know that when you're working in the emergency room, you don't need to handle the sickest patient on the floor by yourself. You have a team with you. And of course, if you like questioning something or I don't feel safe then you have a supporting team but if you're doing like med surge or something like that then I wouldn't recommend it have a strong clinical background have great communication skills be flexible be able to adapt quick have compassion be reliable and be a team player and that concludes today's episode about travel nursing and is it still worth it are you a travel nurse are you a nursing student thinking about becoming a travel nurse do you want to travel or you don't want to travel and you like your staff job and you think like travel nurses are just money hungry you know someone told me that to my face i was like ooh, they left a year later to go travel (laughs) i love my patients i love my job i just didn't like the way i was treated and now they're living their best life Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, talk to you later. Bye.